1: if you are international
0: and want to add that to your calendar so you don't have to do all the time conversions, head on over to lovereality.org slash circles and add the internet church circle to your calendar.
2: She was telling us a story about how we were just highlighting that in the prodigal son story, although he's prodigal, although he's wayward, he never stops being son. He never stops being son. Huh? welcome back to the move we we're vibing with the book 10 minutes at a time the
0: next 10 minutes we're looking at romans chapter 12 verses 17 to 21
2: and in doing such we have one question for you have you read it we'll wait right here for you
0: and welcome back 10 minutes on the clock starting in three two one you had a story you wanted to tell
2: yesterday Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this you was in... D- you yeah, look yeah. confused. Like, oh, you already I, I forgot. forgot. I already did. But just the, the beauty of just giving love and then getting back more in return. We were at a um, lunch sort of meeting. We had a business meeting this morning. And uh, after that, we went and had lunch with the same friends that we were doing some that had the business meeting with. And um, the wife of our friend just told us a story about how the Lord just moved on her heart while we were sharing the LRT message, so we were here and uh, we shared the LRT message, and well, and I, you know, LRT love reality tour, it's just the gospel, it's the gospel of Jesus Christ that says we are always beloved by Him, right? He always just sees us as beloved, and it breaks His heart for us to not understand, for us to be alienated in our minds. She was telling us a story about how we were just highlighting that in the prodigal son story, although he's prodigal, although he's wayward, he never stops being son. He never stops being son. So even
0: when I feel prodigal or legitimately am acting like a prodigal yeah. in a wasteful living, yeah. acting a fool, yeah. squandering my inheritance, yeah. and my birthrights, yeah. God still looks at me primarily
2: as son. Son and daughter. right? So
0: much to the extent that when he sees me from a distance, yeah.
2: he comes running back to me. Yeah. He comes running to you. And so as we're sharing that story and why do we share, why do we do what we do? Cause we feel compelled to because God has liberated us. So our communication is sincere. Right? Yeah. The, re- s-
0: the reason why we are so excited about this message is because first and foremost, we have received that yeah. message and it's transformed.
2: Yeah. So as we're sharing with her, man, she just started thanking us. She started crying and Thanking us for being faithful to the call of God. And I mean, there's no amount of money that can give that moment that we had this morning, right? Mm -hmm. Tears were there and we're crying. And all of a sudden, because we were walking in sincerity because of what the love of God had done for us, has done for us, we received back this gift that money could never give. We're just the gratitude of a thankful heart from a beloved daughter who is your friend and just telling you how humble they are. I mean, it's, Oh
0: man. And you know, what's interesting about this and this ties us back into today's passages yeah. is that we can conceptualize one way of passing forward that love yeah. and the one way to pass forward that love looks like two guys sitting in front of microphones and um, And recording together sometimes it looks like a guy or a girl on stage preaching Mm -hmm. sometimes it looks like missionaries going overseas but verses 17 to 21 talk about very unusual ways to demonstrate the kindness and the goodness and the love of God and the ways that it highlights are very uncomfortable
2: yeah repay no one evil for evil but give thought to what is honorable in the sight of all so You don't repay. Somebody positions you as an object and they're trying to extract something from you. You don't return that same sort of thing to them. You don't try to extract from them. No, no, no. You give liberally because love is sincere. So it's a callback, you know, it begins at verse 14. You bless those who persecute you. If somebody positions you in order to extract something from you and they do it by force or they're hurting you, you don't return that it's hard enough to do that on the freeway when someone cuts you
0: off and that's <laughs> such a like trivial offense but
2: it rises up within you right right like, that like thing you get cut off and you're like, like ah.
0: but but how much more to when our lives are at stake or our reputation as is, is at stake our uh standing is at stake yeah even then the call to live genuinely uh-huh. extends to that moment such that you don't even seek to fight back.
2: Yeah, you don't. Or you don't seek vengeance. No, because vengeance is mine, says the Lord, right? Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And here's where the thing gets really, really challenging. Yeah. Is that how do we want to repay those who haven't been sincere in their love towards us? They haven't responded in the way that maybe at times we, uh, have loved them or even worse yet, that, um, how does God respond to us in the times that we fall short of loving in the way he wants us to love? Right. Right. The real sort of, um, short answer is that, well, God's going to be displeased and it's just going to be vengeful and wrath.
0: And and that's the lens in which we take to the next couple of verses, right? We, We, we see here, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. Cool. So far, so good. Yeah. For by
2: so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. So if you think that you're returning somebody's behavior in kind, like how do you read this lens if you're reading from a lens of vengeance and wrath as like the worst possible outcome where vengeance is just the anger of God poured out and his wrath is that sort of intense angry reaction towards sin how do you make sense of that idea of coals on the head yeah
0: I think the the first interpretation that jumps to mind is that oh God wants me to be good to them yeah. because at the end of the story I get good I, I get to go to heaven and yeah. I get to do the mansions of glory and the streets of gold and yada 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 yeah. and by me just taking the high road yeah they get to suffer their punishment because yeah. vengeance is God's and the heaping coals are an allusion to the punishment that they will receive yeah, without yeah, yeah. end.
2: There's and, and, and so in this way that you're framing is that, well, I just need to be dutiful and do and this. They'll thing get what they deserve because I get heaven and they get what they deserves, but I was good. Right. right. There's a, there's another one that comes to mind for me, which is the pleasure of being right. Yeah. Right. And the pleasure of being holier than thou. We have that phrase. So if somebody comes around and they've wronged you, but you do a kind act instead of wronging them in return, ha, you can then take the moral ground. Right. And in that way, you're burning heaping coals that like makes them so angry because you're the one who's right. You know, we, we do that, don't we? We do. You know what? One of the worst ways to do that. Tell me. You You know this well when you're having an argument with somebody. Or they say something crazy to you and you're trying to take the high road and you correct their grammar. <laughs> you had that. It has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, has nothing to do with anything, but you're trying to take this position of superiority when somebody's like, and you remember when I asked you about You're like, asked. asked. It's not asked, it's asked. And you're just, it's you just. pettiness. Right? Yeah, it it's, it's petty. And you're like, what are you doing? And you're like, Stop correcting me! Like no, no, no! I, ju- I, I just want you to sound intelligent. Is all right. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. But in that regard, if you frame it one way, this is how you're heaping burning coals because you're just making them more angry. But it that's seems. Not it. As a, that's not it at mm-hmm.
0: all, is it? No. We we were doing some research prior to this this uh, this episode, and there's this. They live in a different time, a yeah. different place. Uh, people back in those days didn't have uh, access to some of the luxuries that we have. Yeah. I know I see you wearing a coat. It's cold in this room. It is. Thankfully, we can go over there and push a couple buttons yeah. and get a little warmer. Yeah. But the way that you survive, if you've ever gone camping, if you've ever been out in the desert, you literally have to build a fire. Yeah. That's the only way that you make it through the night. Yeah. And so the idea, the picture that seems to be being painted here is that you're in the middle of the night and your fire goes out, and it's cold. Mm. And even though you have a strained relationship with a neighbor. Strained, got it. You've, you've, you've treated
2: them poorly. Mm-hmm. Guess
0: what that moment causes you to do?
2: Heap a burning coal on their head? It causes them
0: to go to their neighbor who has fire to knock on their door and humbly say, hey, I am in need. You have something that I need can I get some of those coals? they carry it back on their heads, bring it back to their house and light a fire. Mm-hmm. By choosing not to repay evil with evil, mm-hmm. you are like that kind and generous neighbor giving fire to someone who doesn't deserve it, mm-hmm. someone who's treated you badly. Mm-hmm. And on that way home, guess what they're thinking about? They're thinking about that kindness that you showed them mm-hmm. and how they didn't deserve it. So mm-hmm. even when they have been using you and persecuting you, and you haven't repaid evil with evil, but you've repaid them with good, you're giving them something to think about.
2: And in this way, you're opening the door for repentance, right, because mm-hmm. your kindness is leading them to think about the strain of the relationship and maybe the role that they had. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Actually, when you asked, what is it that they're thinking? I got to be honest with you. The first thing I thought was like, their head's super hot because they got a bunch of coals. <laughs> but, I, but to your point, yes, that it is the kindness of a good neighbor that would lead somebody to walk in penitence. And is that not the kindness of God? This is why he says, don't be conquered by evil, but conquer the evil with
0: good. And that's, yeah. See you guys in the next 10.